Welcome to Control Alt Revolt episode 170. 170. Yeah. I'm a single white Medusa. Wearing Where a hat today. Wearing a hat. Summertime hat. It's a pretty little hat. It's a heat wave in the OC. Yeah. So you're trying to keep that sun off of you. Yeah. It's uh it's too it's too much today. We're like moving slow. It does feel weird. It feels like everybody's angry. Yeah. And it feels hot. Yes. And everybody's kind of like there is like a, a wave or a miasma of like how like like the guy who just like blows the light with his kid on a bicycle and like trusts trust that I won't run over him or is like daring you to. There's kind of that attitude out in the air. And then there's just sort of this general hopelessness. Yeah. Which exactly. is weird. It's like it's kind of like the realities of I think the more people that go on vacations because I think a lot of people lived for the travel excuse. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to get vaccinated for traveling or, you know, I'm going to get through this for traveling. And <clears throat> that the vaccine is still even a thing. Yeah. When some 32-year-old comedian just died That's in his so sleep. And, there, and and I think he was vaccinated. And, and you can tell that he was vaccinated because it's always cause of death unknown. Yeah. It's another sudden adult death syndrome. Exactly. You know, did he blow his brains out? Nope. Was he speeding with two hookers and cocaine? Nope. You know, did did some heckler just gun him down in his audience? Nope. Cause of death unknown. But it wasn't the vaccine. It wasn't the vaccine. Yeah, yeah we, we know. We I just think, definitely know. It's like Hillary Clinton. Like, she said something today, and I go, oh, so then the opposite is true. Yeah. You can look up my tweet and figure it out. Okay. But you can tell, like, everything that they jump out and say you just go oh, okay well oh it was she, i can tell you what it was mm-hmm. she was saying that she went to law school with clarence thomas really i'd love to have that fact checked yeah and that clarence Tom- thomas was always filled with bitterness and rage and anger and 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 that this is directed against women i'm like oh okay um so the opposite of is true and mm-hmm. clarence thomas is probably actually a really nice go and you actually go to sotomayor who flew air cover for him last week and said, like, he's the kind of guy that knows everybody's name, is friendly to every person in the building, clerks, things like that, all that kind of stuff. I'm like, okay, that, that kind of makes sense. Then I see another article that him and his wife, Jenny, um, who the left seems incensed about because she's white. And I'm like, I thought that was okay. Yeah. But apparently it's not okay. Marriage. And, like, Sam Jackson actually comes out and calls him Uncle Tom. And I'm like, wow, it's so weird how racist you guys are. I mean, I don't even say that, like, in the... And this, it just, it, it's always weird that there's racism. And then it's so weird when it's the left who, again, reverse navigation tells you they're not the racist, you're the racist. And then proceeds to say stuff like this. But Clarence Thomas loves to go RVing across America with his wife. And there's even this picture. He's got this jolly smile. And, mm-hmm. you know, he's, he's like working on the sump pump in his, in his uh, RV. And I'm like, I would have never picked a Supreme Court justice for RVing. But if you love America, RVing is like, like you get in with RV people, they love America, they love seeing stuff, they love going around, like that's a real, at all levels, that's a real thing for them. But I think for a lot of older folks, you probably want to take your dogs, you want to see all the, the, the battlefields and the civil... I just had a conversation with a, a ranger who's in the Hall of Fame, and like he loves to go see the Civil War battle, he's an African American, Loves to see the Confederate statues, thinks that they're part of history, all that kind of stuff. And that's that kind of older generation crowd, and that's who he is. And I can tell you by looking at the picture of Clarence Thomas 
working on the fuel line of the sump pump or whatever he was with his nice RV. That is not a man who is filled with bitterness and rage. That is a man who is in, who is uh, what Tom Wolf called a man in full, who has reached the pinnacle of his life and is very happy and isn't bothered by your shiz. Exactly. No, I mean, that's what he seemed like to me as well. So yeah. you're so, so right. So when, so when, you know, the sacrificer in chief who has more dead bodies recently, whose, whose husband palled around with Epstein, who like, I mean, she, she's been at the center of so much dark stuff and she comes out and tells you he's filled with bitterness and rage. It's like, all you have to do is listen to Hillary Clinton's voice. And it's like, you're, listen, grandma Boxwine. You're filled with bitterness and rage. So again, I'm telling you, like we're in this weird moment in our society where if you take everything that people like her and the media are saying and you just go to the opposite, I'm telling you, like if this were Vegas, you would make money. Yeah. It's it's just it's always spot on. But we've noticed that about the left in general yeah. um, and like left uh, news outlets you can pretty much know it's the opposite of whatever like you know cnn is saying but do you want me to read the act like the exact quote because i did find it and it's it's kind of even crazier than even just those things but she's saying when the medusa reads (laughs) she's saying to this gail lady i forget her last name um i went to law school with justice thomas he's been a person of grievance for as long as i have known him resentment grievance anger Women are going to die, Gail. Women will die. Women will well, die. But you know who won't? A lot of baby girls, baby girls who are yeah. going to become women. They're and, not going to die. And a lot of women so. who won't off themselves because they can't deal with what they've done and, and the tragedy of that and things like that. So, again, you, you never fail. Like, whatever. If Hillary Clinton tells you uh, bet on black, you bet on red. Mm-hmm. If she tells you take a coat, raincoat outside, you better switch into shorts and flip flops. <laughs> I mean, she is the weather vane of truth if you go in the opposite direction of whatever she says. Yeah, exactly. It's amazing. It's amazing. No, I think we're in a really uh, interesting and weird moment. Now, let me tell you how weird this is in California. Um, people who have concealed carry permits just got outed by the state AG. The state AG, the state attorney general, just dumped all of our concealed carry permits um, as a public. Now, I've got to follow it a little bit more, but it's pretty drastic. And it's like, well, well what was that? the purpose of that? I mean, I, I do think if you listen to the rhetoric of the left, you see the generally downbeat nature of everybody. You see the ongoing violence that's going on, and Antifa has been putting out um, flyers that are moving away from the social media profile. And now moving into this sort of brown shirt, do everything and don't leave fingerprints. So I think that the concealed carry thing, which is foolish to do this, to think this, was setting us up for the hit squads. But it's again like, you're like, okay, guys, go get that guy who apparently is armed. But if you're going to go get a guy who's armed, it's nice to know he's armed. But it is interesting. What is this repercussions? Is this reprisals? Do they go to your work and say, hey, he has a concealed carry permit? You shouldn't let, you know, he's a danger inside there. I was at Costco today and I was, I heard a little alarm and I was like, oh, once they put in, you know, like once they have your phone and we'll talk a little bit, uh, this will sound crazy, but I'll, I'll tell, I'll show you why it's true. Um, you're walking around Costco and 
someone has an app set up that identifies anybody near them with a concealed carry permit. Mm-hmm. It's possible to do. Sure. And when you have this info dump and it goes in there and then you have the tech companies basically saying, oh, yeah, yeah, we can have an app that alerts you that anybody next to you has a concealed carry permit. Um, so this buzzer started going off and I'm like, that's what it'll sound like. And then I started doing this voice like, warning, there is a concealed carry permit near you. You know, like <laughs> you could see them doing that. Now, is that insane? Let's talk about China. Yeah. Exactly. Um, China, this was maybe like a week or a week and a half ago or so. Basically, there were people planning a big protest, like a legitimate protest. And um, basically what China did is they froze their bank deposits by turning their health codes red. So like because they already basically have like the equivalent of vaccine passports there, right? Like a smart smart code things or whatever so that are and they don't have guns so they can't yeah they can't have any other opinion than the official opinion yeah so they basically made it made it where because a lot of people were going to travel quite a long distance to get to this protest and they basically made it where they couldn't access their funds you know which they would probably kind of need it, the, to the big thing travel. is that it made them made it so that they could not actually travel because if oh, you're yeah. if you're red if your passport is red you, you can't, can't get in on any kind of transport. That's true. So that's yeah. how, like, basically, if if you say, you know, and again, the the phone listens to everything, and I I'm beginning to seriously think seriously about getting rid of my phone, and I'm trying to figure out how to stay in touch with everybody, and do stuff. But when you have this scenario where there is a legitimate protest involving your finances that you want to go protest, and they make it so that you can't travel. You can't use transport. You know, okay, well, can that happen here? Yeah, I think that they can work with the fuel companies to make sure that your credit cards are tied to your phone to make sure that you can't access fuel on the way there. Certainly, you can't access it with electrical power. Certainly, you're not getting on a bus or an airplane. Or a train. Or a train, you know. And if we look at China, you know, and again, all of these people... Medusa shifted, <laughs> shifted, and she made the music come on. For a split second. You're like a magic fairy. You know, like in the movies, like the magic fairy moves and it's all... There's a, there's a rondo or a trill. Probably a trill. But, but with you, it's radios yeah. suddenly come on. Chaos ensues. Sorry. I knocked a bottle of bone broth, or a box of bone broth over on the Medusa's toe at Costco. That's true. It was like... That's pretty painful. But then but I put I'm some okay. I put some iced blueberries on it. Yeah. <laughs> Frozen blueberries. I wonder if that person when they get home with that bag of iced blueberries is gonna know that it was footberries. But that person is us. So That's true. Okay. I'd never do that. <laughs> I would buy that that we box did of buy it. <laughs> yeah. How about some footberries? Exactly. Who yeah, wouldn't that wouldn't do? be cool to put them back. That would not be cool. <laughs> yeah, that was a close one. It did not drop on my toenail, so I'm not gonna lose a toenail and that's good. Yeah. That's a good thing. So you have this this scenario, and and you look at China and you see what they're implementing, and you know that our elites are implementing it. There's no end in sight on this energy crisis. If you want to know how clueless Joe Biden is, he goes over to France this G7 meeting, and or Germany too, I think it was, and he's begging the Saudi Saudis and and the other guys to up their oil production. And Macron literally has to take him aside and say they're at max capacity. They can't do anymore. Interesting. Yeah. 
It's wow. that's literally how. And I don't know, like I don't have the direct quotes, but if you're not paying attention to uh, the things that Kamala Harris is saying, the things that she is saying makes the really the 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 the, the biggest argument that you can make for the fact that she's either been skin jobbed, she's in she's in she's some kind of animatron, someone's wearing a mask. She is saying things that, as someone pointed out. Um, couldn't pass the Turing test of intelligence. What is the Turing test? The Turing test is is a test to see if an AI becomes intelligent. Hmm. You ask it questions and it answers a certain way. Blade Runner tried to touch on this, the movie and things like that, but there actually is a Turing test. And so a Turing test shows basic intelligence. Mm -hmm. And she's saying, she's like literally answering people by speaking nonsense or reframing their question. Like, like she had this comment, I am I am the I am the daughter of a mother and I am the granddaughter. I am the granddaughter of a oh, I am the daughter of a woman and I am the granddaughter of a woman. Duh. And it was this it was this question that was like it was about, you know, racism or women's rights or whatever. It didn't make any sense. Yeah. And and this is not an isolated incident. My personal feeling there is the weird picture. Yeah. Where you can see some kind of mask below her throat. Mm-hmm. And it's it's pretty creepy, actually. It is. Um, my personal feeling is that she got dinged by that energy weapon when she went down to Singapore. And then she was supposed to come back and campaign for Gavin, Gavin Newsom when he was in trouble. But don't worry, we had a fair election. And I think he's actually going to be the, the nominee for the DNC. Um, but... Uh, I think she got dinged pretty hard, and I think that she can't think anymore, or we're actually seeing a skin job. I don't know, but the stuff she's saying is is weird. And then you have Joe, who I think Joe probably got dinged too. I don't know that it's totally dementia, but there's something, you know, you can go back and listen to the Hunter Biden voicemail from four years ago where he sounds just like a nice man calling his son, and he sounds like a total moron now. So total onset dementia probably 80 years old sure but again that havana energy weapon does this kind of thing to people Mm. so is our government going to jump up and admit that the two chief executives have been dinged by a a, an enemy foreign weapon that they have no idea about and can't acknowledge but this has happened to a lot of state department personnel we are up the creek that's what i'm mainly trying to say today we're up the creek big time um there you know i don't it would be interesting for everybody to talk about it in the comments, but there does seem to be a general malaise. There seems to be a lot of anger. People are now looking at the economy. There's there's no end in sight. Um, it's going to absolutely get worse. And, and I think people are hitting, arriving at that point in, in two different groups. One group is entering full-blown depression, thinking that, um, the next Marvel movie or the next vacay or the next sugary drink would carry you through the destruction. And you're kind of realizing, no, you actually are hopeless now. You actually have, you have nothing to live for. And I think that's, I think that's the, and I would say that's the large majority of the population is really bottoming out that way. Um, they're ripe for what I think will happen, which is this techni- technocracy sort of takeover where the technocracy basically indentures you as a slave and basically says, you know, we know, you know, I think we'll have like a period of disturbance. Um, 
some power outages, possibly some war, street battles, all that kind of stuff. Definitely they're trying to to turn this uh, Roe v. Wade thing into some sort of like street war, noble street war. Um, but I think a lot of people will really bottom out. They'll become refugees or they'll become depressed or they'll have the inability to feed themselves or pay their bills. And then that's when I think you'll see the big tech companies swoop in and they'll say, you know, we're, we're building, you know, sustainable housing. Um, we're going to, we're going to pay you to be part of our company. We're going to put you to work. Uh, we're going to manage your life. And in the terms of service of that deal, you'll be signing over your humanity and proprietarily, that's when they're going to vaccinate you and you will no longer be specifically human. And some people can say things about that, but there are patents for the ownership of chimeric individuals, which you will then be at that point. Um, and you will no longer literally, and this is, this is the really crazy thing. And I've listened to a few lawyers talk about this who are kind of really knee deep in it. You will no longer be able to claim, um, the rights of an individual under the constitution. That's, they're not getting rid of the second amendment. They're not getting rid of the, you know, free speech. It's just, it's just not going to happen. It, it, it would require such a, it would require a bloodbath in society to make that happen. But they can make that that case in the media and in the courts, and they can make it when the apartment that they've given you and the food in your fridge and everything is on a smart grid system and you can't even get into the apartment, you can't open your fridge, you can't do you know any of these things, you can't access your bank account because you're in violation of some sort of their their you know their their feelings about free speech or they know that you have a gun or these kinds of things especially if you've gone and and agreed to the terms of service so that you can get the the FEMA package and the free pod to live in and the electric car after the downturn which a lot of people will be desperate for and then you've been vaccinated that vaccinated or whatever they're going to give you that shot that chip, that biomedical passport, well, legally, and I'm sure they'll they'll have some cases they'll need to argue, but they wouldn't have spent as much money as they have knowing that they couldn't win those cases. And I think that they'll they'll make a media campaign where they'll say, oh, this is this is transhumanism. This is the way to go. You don't want to be those Cro-Mag knuckle dragger MAGA people who aren't uplifted and those kinds of things. But the heart of it is you will no longer be human and they can then deny the rights that you are granted in the Constitution because technically you are no longer a man. Yes, women and men are man under the Constitution. So uh, a lot of people have talked about that. They've looked at it and they're like, yep, this is a deal breaker. Once your DNA changes, you are no longer considered human. You no longer have rights and accesses to the Constitution. Yeah, people can argue about it. Yeah, all these kinds of things. But it's weird that they're working so hard toward these ends. But there's some full stops like the Constitution that say, no, you can't shut us up. You can do this on social media. You can play these games in the public square and everything like that. But at the end of the day, you're going to get litigated to death against it. I see the biomedical passport societal breakdown thing in which they're able to make a case that you're no longer human as the end run around that. And I think that's what they're banking a lot of their hopes on it. And then this will shock the hell out of you. A large portion of the population will be cool with that because it'll be repackaged and sold to them as you're better 
than needing human rights anymore. You have all these things. You're part of the winning team. And isn't that every argument now about being on the winning team, about being tribal and doing all these things? Yeah. And you can get all the free stuff and we can, we can hack your body and they'll pretend like they're so good at it, uh, even though like they're actually not good at it. And there are a lot of problems, but they'll be like, they'll sell it, you know, like it's really great. And we can, you know, uh, Adjust like your DNA so that you won't get these diseases and stuff. Yeah, get they can get, they'll tell you that they'll give you this shot and like you don't have cancer anymore. Right. And I to you, you will never have cancer again. It's just it's it's like what we're seeing with SADS or AIDS or these kinds of things. If you look at sort of Fauci's entire history and you go through that that Robert Malone book, their ability to convince people that they're sick this way and not that way, mm-hmm. or that they're sick even at all would make you seriously question ever getting any kind of medical testing again. I know. And we're seeing it right now because I am seeing people now that I know personally who are vaccine injured. And they're going into the doctors and saying, I'm having these problems. And if they even say, could it because of the vaccine, the doctor will not continue the conversation. And they may try to find another cause and they may buy you off with a bullshit malady, but I am also hearing they go, well, it's a mystery. Well, could it be the vaccine? No, not at all. If you continue, this conversation's over. Well, and some people have reported that they'll actually say, it's all in your head. This is a psychological issue. And now I'm referring you like you need to see a yeah. you know, psychiatrist or whatever psychologist. Yeah. Ask, so, the, ask the Lyme disease people about yeah. that. Being They're sitting there. They have tremors. They're shaking. They have fatigue. All of the, all of these things, and I would have been one of those people that questioned Lyme disease until I kind of listened to some people who had it, and studied it a little bit, and found out that it was it was legitimate, and they would go to medical professionals, and the medical professionals would say, "This is all in your head. You need to be referred psychiatrically," blah blah blah. And I mean, it's the the um, I think what the co- what the pandemic taught me is the absolute utter bottom selfishness of humanity not just in doctors but even in your fellow citizen it's rare that you meet anybody who is in it for other people Mm -hmm. everybody is now out for themselves so when big tech comes along and says we're the answer to all your problems and uh you're on the right side i think that'll be the it's inconceivable but it will be stunning to see the amount of people who sign over, even if they read the TOS, even if some lawyer goes in and goes, hey, you got to you got to explain to them they're giving up their humanity here. Mm-hmm. They no longer have access to the Constitution. I think you'll still see people do it. I know the little transgenders will do it. You know, especially if it's it, it's to own Trump, especially if it's to get Clarence Thomas, whoever they gin up as the Goldstein of the moment. If they tell you. Uh, you're totally going to get Orange Man bad by giving up your rights to be human. They would fight you to be at the front of the line. Also, it's insanity. It truly is madness. Yeah. Also, I was just thinking, I wonder if they've conditioned people with all of the, let's say, if you have an Apple phone, you know, you, there's constantly like, get the new upgrade. Oh, you got to get the new upgrade. And they'll just sell this as like the new upgrade. And of course they'll want it. Well, of course the upgrade's always good, right? Like, yeah. I don't want the old... 1.0. I want the 2.0. I want it's, the better. I don't know that it's it's not late, but it, I think we have to act as though it's not late. 
And I think that there are some things that we may need to actually consider doing. Um, because, you know, Catherine Austin Fitz says if 10% of the nation, or this is 11% actually, if 11% of the, the nation goes to all cash, and I am meeting more and more people that are going to all cash, that will stop the digital currency. And the digital currency is a must-have for control. Do I think the rest of the world is practically already on digital currency and in the control grid? Yes, 100%. Do I still think that we have a shot in the United States or in states? Yeah. Um, going to all cash is the way to go. If you'd like me to find a way for you to support the podcast where we do it all cash, I can totally do that. I might even, well, I, I won't even say what I would do, this, but I'm going to try to live my life all cash. I think I have to look seriously at getting rid of the phone. Or at, or, at the very least, getting one of those Far- Faraday bags in the Getting meantime. a Faraday bag, I think I need. I, I do need to move to a VPN. Um, I'm thinking about getting a corporate phone for just the both of us so that it's no longer biologically, in quotes, linked to a person, mm-hmm. that the phone's linked to a corporation. Mm-hmm. I think that might be a defeat. If anybody else has any thoughts, please drop them in the comments. Um, jumping over to the January 6th stuff, which is like, is supremely weird because they dialed it back for Roe v. Wade because, and then they encouraged all the violence that they could for that. And I'm not sure what's going on there, but I don't think, I think there has been violence. I think it is rough. I sense something bigger and more strategic is coming. Um, but we'll see, but they rush back into the January 6th thing because three things happen. First off, suddenly out of nowhere is this bombshell person who's a low-level aide uh, for um, one of the the congressmen. And she's in the White House, and she, I mean, this is the Amber Heard of testimonies. She comes in and says that on January 6th, Trump wanted to go to the Capitol so bad that he attacked the Secret Service (laughs) and lunged for the steering wheel. That's so dumb. Okay, that makes no sense, because the president would never even be anywhere near the steering wheel of the executive ride, which is called the beast. Um, he would never even be anywhere near that. Like you, you have to understand the president gets in the back. Mm-hmm. So how, you know, just put that, that's your first clue that it's bullshit. The second clue is she says, I heard this. <laughs> oh yeah. And the third bullshit clue is that seven days later, she applied for a job to go to Florida with Trump and work with him on his staff there. Oh, really? And now she comes out and says all these things. But then another interesting thing is the guy who is in charge of uh, the Sergeant Arms, who's in charge of the Capitol security and everything like that, he mysteriously dies yesterday. Yeah. Okay. So there's that. Then there's this. And then there's another thing that I just received where uh, someone was, was showing to me that... Um, there is sworn testimony now that the FBI did have agitators in the crowd. That's everybody's known that the trick is getting someone to swear to it. When they've asked actual FBI people, they don't say no. They just say, we can't comment. Mm -hmm. But when you see stuff like Patriot stuff, Patriot front, when you see people like Ray Epps and you see this like public blind eye to any of this, and then the ridiculousness of what, people did on january 6th and being led in by the capitol police and being manipulated and all these kinds of things and then you see what antifa and all those people did during roe v wade 
and the actual assassination attempt of a Supreme Court justice. And you see that, like, no, that never happened. No, this, I mean, like, this is, this is some messed up level stuff. And I think it translates to everything else that's going on in the culture. Everybody's feeling something. It's the end of June. We're getting into July. What are they going to pull for July 4th? Thinking Mm. that, you know, what are they going to try to hang on the MAGA crowd, the red, you know, oh, they wanted their own July 4th and these kinds of things. Who knows? But I sense something is in the works because the desperation and the flailing just going to Hillary Clinton's thing to attack Thomas today. It's it's such like it's such weird desperation. But it's all heading the desperation wouldn't be there if there wasn't some sort of plan that they're trying to stay on track for. Right. But I don't understand how that plan can happen if you have an election in something like 130 days. But Plus. That's, that's the whole point of your theory all along. I don't think is there's going to be one. Their yeah. plan is for a bunch of stuff to take place where there will not be an election, whatever that means. Yeah, you know? I mean, everybody notices their internet is crap yeah. for about a week now. Um, everybody's having a little rolling back. None of these things are talked about in the national news. What you're told is, is this female blas- basketball player tried to call her wife over here and you know like you're told all this bullshit stuff i can tell you the bullshit because i look at my local paper and the top headline is uh, bombshell testimony derails trump and i'm like but it'll spend the rest of the week telling me these sort of like oh this famous black author's first novel is historical and it's like i've heard that so much there's no like if you look at your local newspapers there's no local news anymore if you look at the mainstream media, there is no media. I had, you know, a conversation with a neighbor the other day who is a dyed-in-the-wool leftist. And I just I just let him talk to me about what he thought was going on and everything like that. And he was just January 6th protesters, um, uh, uh, violated the Constitution, and now you guys want to have a Constitution. Um, we're totally dominating in the Ukraine we're winning. Russia is trapped in a quagmire. You know, like everything. And I just said, I said, none of these things are true. None of these things that you think are true. But you're getting your information from a group of people that are lying to you constantly. Mm-hmm. And it just makes me wonder why. It's just so bizarre. Yeah, I know. And, I mean, do you still think the food shortages are going to get bad, especially by the fall? I know, like, a lot of the projections are the fall. So far, our shelves are he- around here are not all that empty. Yes, this or that is out. Or whatever, They're not but deep. I mean, They're not deep. But it's not... I mean, there's plenty of food for everyone. There's plenty... Saying, well, you know? I mean, is there? Is there plenty of food for everyone, or is everybody out of money? And well, there's yeah. food on the shelves. I, I'm observing behaviors and patterns, but... I don't know. I don't think everybody's in the mood to starve today, but it's the middle of summer. Right. You know, it's 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 approaching. It's it's the beginning of summer, really, actually, still. The problem where this is going to be a problem is when we approach harvest and there's nothing to harvest. Um, S2 Intel Underground did a deep dive on the on the food production stuff. And I would say he he was of the mind that that there really, you know, that there isn't a conspiracy but there's something I, I am more of the belief, like 
it's all designed that if you look at any one thing, you go, oh, that's that's not a problem. But if you look at all thousand cuts to the system, we're 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 being prepped for a total disaster. Yeah, exactly. But he does he does go on to say that there will be riots, you know. True. So uh, the moment that there's any kind of like crisis, go back to the toilet paper thing. The moment that they create another false crisis, and you see people go into the streets, you know, in COVID they were afraid. Right now they're angry and hopeless, and they have a lot of issues to work out. Work up. Like I think a large portion of the population feels that they're afraid of being, um, as my scientist friend put it, being put in a right wing, what was it, QAnon conspiracy government. And then I think that people who are thinking rationally are looking at the overreach of the government and, uh, you know, Trump's lawyer yesterday um, was surrounded by the FBI. And they wanted his phone, and he wouldn't hand it over. And he said, let me see a warrant. And they said uh, no. And they physically took his phone, and Whoa. then they gave him the warrant. What? I know. That's it's weird. it's. I mean, literally, we're living in a Stasi state. The, yeah. F, the FBI, I had a quote you know, that I stole from S2 Intel because I didn't want to get him in trouble. But he said, literally, I, I, I trust gas station sushi more than I trust the FBI right now. <laughs> I know. And it's, it's so like, true. I, I don't have an art and I keep, you know, you're always told like, Oh, there's good FBI agents. I don't know. I'm not seeing it, but I am seeing, uh, some sort of corporate culture at the top run amok and do stuff that the Soviets or the Nazis would have done. This is, this is uncalled for. And a lot of this stuff seems to be, Everything to me seems to be pushing for an explosion. Oh, yeah, for sure. So do you think that explosion will happen? And if so, when? What would your guess be? Like end of summer? Kind of like August? No, it's got to be in the it's got to be in the middle of summer. I, I mean, like it's got to be when it's hot because they they know that's like, you know, it's it's that's when people get angrier. And, and also they know their side won't come out unless the weather's hot and mm. stuff like that. People have a tendency not to riot or protest unless it's warm. So they like won't July go out the and August are both July, but, but, you know, like, again, I would say July, August, moving July into August is when it's going to happen. But it's going gonna, it's gonna to need a major incident. It's going to mm-hmm. need a major false flag that convinces either our side um, that, that we are... That convinces our side that, you know, I I don't know how to say this, wakes our side up to the fact that you are now living in an Orwellian tyranny Mm. um, that is actually taking the mask off. If you really see they're 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 letting you know that you live here now and they're trying to break it to you. What they hope is that you will explode and attack them. And that will give them the reason. I don't. I, I think that they're going to use our military, the new military that's completely woke. But I really believe, with all my heart, and I wish there were a way, you know, for someone to kind of. I think that you know people like um, people who do the plane following can tell you. But I have a pretty firm conviction, with no evidence. It's just tactically how I would think of it. Um, that there are a lot of. Oconus, which means outside the United States, um, airfields in very out-of-the-way places 
North Africa, Bolivia, South America, which is Bolivia, uh, some in Latin America, maybe a few in the Caribbean. I can guarantee you, I'm, I, if this is true, they would be in Canada. And you, I think you are looking at a quote-unquote Red Dawn scenario. No, I'm not saying the Chinese and paratroopers and suddenly street fights and everything like that. These guys will be, um, they'll have about three changes of clothing, federal law enforcement, mil, uh, U.S. military law, U.S. military, and then local police uniforms that they can swap out patches on mm-hmm. to look at fish. But the, it's the balaclavas that they all have. And they will be moved into hot zones where there is an eruption, um, where people try to fight back. And it, we will be convinced, and I think this was deployed in Canada, we will be convinced that these are actually U.S. government law enforcement people. I have a feeling they'll screw that up. And someone will get their hands on these people or one of them and they'll interrogate which i would say is probably if this happens is a high priority you know probably gonna get me in trouble for saying that but i think that they're foreign mercenaries and that they'll be masquerading as law enforcement and i'm i'm sure even the doj has prepared some sort of you know thing deputizing them or granting them citizenship or whatever but if you go to those links and do those things it's bullshit you know, if someone gets their hands on one of these quote unquote law enforcement agents and he turns out to speak with a Dutch or French accent, you know, or South African or whatever, maybe even Chinese. And and, and yet he's wearing, you know, Wichita Police Department and blah, blah, blah. And that gets broken. up Again, it'll be disinformation. We may not even have the ability to communicate or even get that out there. But. And I'll probably be off the air by then you know, we'll, we'll be shut down. But I would say high likelihood you will see foreign mercenaries, uh, LARPing as our law enforcement military. And that may honestly be enough to crush everything. I really do. I think some States like Texas, definitely Florida and things like that will be able to maintain a cohesion and a, and a national guard that's for that state and probably hasn't been compromised some some other states too, Tennessee probably and everything like that, um, and they'll be able to sort of be immune to this and weed that out. My feeling is there's a plan for those people too. Those people are probably going to receive some kind of nuclear attention mm-hmm. or some kind of biological attention. Mm-hmm. There is a plan to flip this entire thing into a tyrannical technocracy, and I think that they're pretty close, but. I'm interested in playing for the high score. So I'm going to have a fun time. I've pretty much relegated myself that I'm probably not going to live uh, and die of natural causes. As in, uh, the bioweapon talk from Bill Gates should disabuse anybody of thinking that you're going to live to a ripe old age. Yeah. Um, The violence and the we need to get rid of the Second Amendment and we need to get rid of the First Amendment and you guys all need to die and we need to hang you and purge you and all that kind of stuff, that convinces me that I'm probably going to die violently. Because I, I can't play the game. I can't do those things. And now the the AG coming around and dumping all our personal information because some of us concealed carry, well, you just painted big targets on our back for Antifa, for you know some type of BLM, or police masquerading as mercenary or mercenaries masquerading as police 
doing no-knock raids at 3.30 in the morning, I think what you'll find with Uvalde is that that police commissioner that was there was being run by the deep state, and he went to great lengths to make sure all of that happened because our law enforcement system is set up with a command and control choke point. So who's to verify? What we saw with the cops is they just stood around. I don't think all of them were cowards. I think they should have done something. I think many of them probably wanted to do something. They literally, we've all, I think in the military and in the police, we've all had something beaten out of us, which would cause us to question or to take matters into our own hands. And I'm hoping that people will see these things and begin to stop that. But do I think there's some bad actors at the choke points working for the deep state? Do I think that when you drop the uh, everybody's personal information for concealed carries that you might be seeing some play actors acting as police who are doing raids and coming to hopefully shoot you instead of just take your guns? They'd like you to be a problem. They'd like to shoot you. It's pretty dark. Yeah, exactly. And um, someone we were listening to recently... I think on Alex Jones, but someone he was interviewing, they've done a ton of study on all of the um, really bad, what, fascistic dictators of, you know, the, the past and how everything worked every time, you know, in Hitler's regime and Stalin's regime and all of those. And I know, like, one thing they basically said of when basically when it's going to get so bad that the, like, extermination start happening was always every time once they really um, were able to achieve, like, full censorship of the people that disagreed with them, which would be, like, us and people on our side. So, basically, we have to watch out for that because we do still have some level of being able to have a voice and stuff and communicate with each other, even though we're censored from a lot of stuff. But, like, if they do, um, if they are able to achieve that, let's say with, like, you know, a pretend, you know, internet, you know... uh, kind of not bioweapon but you know what I mean like where the oh no we were uh, attacked by hackers and the internet's down and like suddenly like we really have no way to kind of share information people on our side watch out I guess I would say that's what I would I I would very much mistrust anyone sort of acting as the police doing things that they shouldn't be doing or suddenly showing up at your door to get your weapons and things like that but you know an internet blackout and the Obama signed the executive order putting in the kill switch. They can do it. I think people are experiencing it right now. I think the media has got us so that we don't like they say stuff that we know is patently untrue because they they realize that even if it's outed as untrue, it creates such uncertainty and chaos. We are right now in a in a low information drought, you know, as in like it is very hard to find out what's going on. But tuning into this podcast i will give it to you as straight as i possibly can um and if i don't know i don't know but these are just the things that we thought we would talk about today we'll be back later this week that is the podcast